With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Transparent Truth proudly presents the Friday Morning Matchup Show with Coach Greg Biggins. <laughs> welcome, welcome. You now listen to the Transparent Truth Friday Matchup Show. It's your boy, Coach Keith, live at CBS Studios in the Miracle Mile. I'm with my man, Greg Biggins. We're getting ready to break it down. GB, how you feel? Good, Keith. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's the Friday matchup show. Want to get all the fans, all the listeners ready for all the big games this week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. Get us started, GB. Let's jump in. Yeah, let's start off with a game that might not be getting a lot of national run or state ride run. But locally, how about Cajon is playing Ukaipa? These two teams played against each other last year. Ukaipa won 61 to 60 in triple overtime. Wow. Both these teams are highly ranked in their separate divisions. Cajon has the one loss, Mura de Valley. Ukaipa's undefeated. I think I already mentioned that, but if I didn't, Ukaipa's undefeated. One loss, Cajon team. Should be a good game here, coach. I'm kind of excited by this one. It should be a good two explosive offenses. You said it was a scoring shootout last year. Could see that again. Yeah, Ukaipa's (laughs) averaging about 500 yards of total offense. We know Cajon. We've been talking about them all year. Quarterback Jaden Daniels, 33 touchdown passes, one interception. The grid hooper on the outside, Darren Jones, a 6'6 phenom, has been unstoppable, especially in the red zone. Javon Holland, Jonathan Perkins, Omar Perkins, they got big-time players over there at Cajon. I see another shootout game, Greg. I'm going to call this one 61-60 in triple overtime for Cajon. I like you using that. In a revenge game. Yeah, yeah. And obviously for Ukaipa, I mean, their their main – they don't have, to to my knowledge – you know, a single guy with a scholarship offer right now, their best player is probably junior quarterback Kale McChesney, who's 5'8 and 160. He leads them in throwing and running. Right? And tackling. He's a, yeah. He's a dual threat kid. Uh, I think rushed for, or excuse me, threw for 1,363 yards and 20 touchdowns. Also leads the team with 444 yards rushing and six touchdowns. They just beat Redlands East Valley for the first time in program history just two weeks ago. Ethan Abreu is their top receiver. Uh, they got a big DB, Matthew Best, with f- 59 tackles and six interceptions. It's a ball hawk in secondary. Matthew Best is probably their best DB. 
But they got like something like 12, 13 picks this year. You know, the ball is going to go in the air a ton with Jaden Daniels. So turnover game could be key. Right, I, I like it. I like your your call. Sixty-one to sixty this year for Cajon. That'll be a fun game to watch. A high-scoring basketball type affair. Yeah, you that know, should be a good if, one. If there's a basketball type affair, I'm gonna take the six-six kid on the outside to dunk on somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jane Daniels got to light it up. No question about it. Should be high-scoring. Should be a fun game to go to. I won't be there. Too far away. Sorry. <laughs> How about the, the the revitalized Bishop Amont program, who's won three games in a row? In they a row. played that brutal non-league schedule, sure. but shoot, they've they haven't lost since they've gotten to league play. They're playing a Sarah Cavalier team that is also playing well right now. They had a loss loss to Chaminade, but they competed very very well in that game. And they're over five hundred now for the first time. They're four and three, Bishop Amont. Sarah Cavs, the Lancers versus the Cavs. It's a pretty nice, intriguing matchup. Doug Brumfield has kind of got his got his mojo going. He's a huge game this past weekend. Weapons like no other. And you can throw Marde and Bosco in, you know, with LV and Max and Kobe Smith, John Jackson, Brian Addison. You got Merlin, that linebacker. Uh, they got some dudes, and they're running the ball really well right, right now, too. So, And then, you know, Bishop Amon, again, it's tough. It's Aaron Maldonado up front. Uh, they got a sophomore running back named Damian Moore, who had a, a big game the last couple weeks. Just a sophomore. I just kind of watched him uh, the last few weeks. Had over 100 yards last week. And this guy is kind of intriguing. He's a downhill physical dude, you know, about 5'10", 190. So he's kind of gotten that Amont running game going a little bit better now. And obviously it's not a highly explosive, you know, offense. Archuleta is is back from a shoulder injury. They're kind of rotating a couple of quarterbacks in there. Sarah's defense has at different times this year been susceptible to giving up a lot of yards and points. So I don't know, man. It, it should be good. Should be competitive. How do you see this one? You know, as long as... Bishop Amon isn't backed up in their own end at the end of the game and run a quarterback sneak. I think Sarah's going to be okay. It's another shot at the Punahou game, isn't that? You just well, can't have, stop yourself. Justin Houston, really like him, the linebacker. He's long and athletic. Want to see him continue to get more and more physical each and every game. Merlin off the edge, always causing havoc in the opponent's backfield. Brian Addison, a ball-hawking safety, had a pick last week. We know Br- Doug Brumfield... Had a total of six touchdowns, total touchdowns last week. Addison has been a big-time receiver on the outside. John Jackson sure-handed. L.V. Bunkley stepping into his own as a sophomore. Max Williams on special teams and at the corner position holding it down. The Cavaliers, I'm going to take them 35. Bishop Amont, 24. All right, I'm going to write this down. 35 to 24 from Coach Keith. He likes Bishop Amont. no. I'll take my alma mater. Oh, my bad. The, Sever- the Sarah Cavaliers. Don't mix got, me up, You GB. got Sarah? Yep. This game is also going to be at Sarah. So that's an advantage because <laughs> Bishop Mont's got a crazy home field advantage for sure. Well, they got to bring their tails to Van Ness. All right. Now we got three tough Trinity matchups back to back to back. We got a couple of 0-2 league teams. We got Servite Friars versus the Orange Lutheran Lancers. I don't know how to look at this game. I'm, they're both kind of kind of limping in a little bit. Uh, Orange Luce has an explosive offense. Uh, so does Servite. Servite's defense giving up 50 points the last two weeks. Orange Lutheran. They're having some problems stopping people as well. So that makes me think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Could be in the 40s. Could be in the 50s. Put the over-under at 100 maybe. But uh, I don't know. I've, psychologically, I've got my psychological hat on. I think it's maybe the team who's who's hungrier might be the team that come in and win this one. 
Yeah, I mean, guys got to find some motivation because the, the season's looking bleak on both sides. Both quarterbacks can get it done. I think it's going to come down to who can rush the passer this game. Really like the linebacker Cloyd over there for Orange Lutheran. The guy's leading, I believe, the Trinity League in tackles. He's very active, very athletic. Yeah, Jackson, I like him too. Jackson Cloyd. Yeah, he's a good player. But I like Spencer Lytle coming off the edge with Caleb Fitzgerald. I think Servite gets it done this week. I do not think Orange Lutheran has the defensive line to get after the Servite offense. I think Servite's DBs as a whole match up a little bit better than the Orange Lutheran's DBs do versus Servite receivers. They got to cover the big boy on the outside, Cal Ford. Trent McDuffie better bring his hard hat and his lunch pail and get to work because Ford is a big-time player. But I'm going to take Servite here. I'm going to take Servite 49, Orange Lutheran 45. 49 to 45 from Coach Keith. Yeah, I think the last couple of weeks, you know, Servite struggled to defend the run. Orange Lutheran doesn't try to run the football too often, so it's just a more favorable matchup for Servite. But you know what? Orange Luke can definitely throw the football. It's not just about Kyle Ford. It's, you know, Logan Loya, Cameron Gardner had a big game last week, over 100 yards for Orange Lou. Like you said, I like a, I like a high-scoring game, too. I think it's definitely going to be, a, you know, ball is going to be a, all over the yard. Fight song for both teams is going to be played quite often. Elijah Maharo, let's not forget the big yeah, tight end. Yeah, He's impressive. a big-time player as he well. Looks good. So. He looks good. JoJo Hawkins, oh, you know, yeah. maybe get him involved in the offense. JoJo Forrest. Another big-time athlete who can lock it down. Servite, DeLon Hunt, Hurt. I would say that. DeLon Hurt can hunt you down. Yeah, DeLon Hurt. Um, Yeah, that'll be a good one. Okay, we've got St. John Bosco against Santa Margarita. Kind of a, I don't want to call Santa Margarita a surprise team, but they just knocked off Servite. They played competitively against Marday. Now they come across probably an angry St. John Bosco team. St. John Bosco is balanced. They have DJ Wui Analele. Who can throw it? He can run it. They have George Halani. They have Savage. They have Nathaniel Jones, who can all run the football. They have a plethora of receivers. Chachi Delgado, Colby Bowman, hopefully getting Jude Wolf involved. Defensively, they are very, very good. They're very tough up front. Santa Margarita, Chad Mygar is a one-man show. He can catch it. He can run it. Hit over 100 yards doing both. Last year, uh, last week, Josiah Norwood has proven that he is a difference maker at quarterback. They have a tough offensive line. Defensively, Santa Margarita is sound, tough, well-coached, really well-schemed and well-coached. I think probably people look at this game and say, hey, it's going to be a Bosco blowout, but no one really blows out the Eagles. Even modern day, you know, they, they pulled away late, but it was a competitive game. You know, Santa Margarita's played Michigan Viejo, so they're battle-tested. How do you see this one going down? Listen, I think this is going to be closer than the experts think. Jay Sarah... Excuse me, I'm sorry, Santa Margarita, Santa Margarita Bosco. It's going to be interesting, Greg. Josiah Norwood, his dual threat ability could cause problems for the Bosco defense, like it did versus modern day. Getting out on the edge, putting pressure on the defense. Do we plaster the guys? Do we come up and tackle the quarterback who's loose? That causes a lot of problems. Magyar, physical runner improves the perspective throwing improves Josiah Norwood's perspectives throwing with play action because of mm. a physical downhill run game, right? Yep. They got McCartan, they've got Peters, the two tight ends can both block and tackle. Ebock the receiver on the outside made some plays versus Bos- excuse me, against modern day. 
I think this is a little bit closer than people think. People think Santa Margarita is fighting for that third spot, Greg. Do not sleep on the Eagles. They have a good shot with Bosco coming off an emotional loss in a big game. This is a this is one of those trap games for Bosco. They better look out. Santa Margarita can play. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, if if Halani is not 100%, you know, do you play him? Do you rest him? You know, defensively, I, I still love Bosco's defensive line. You know, they rotate five, six guys in there. It's good to see Sawave Poti back, Kobe Pepe, Cole Aubrey off the edge. You know, th- those guys were, were contained for the most part. And uh, I, I really think this is a, a, a almost like a prove-it challenge game for those guys to say, you know, hey, we're still dominant. We're still really good. Um, Eagles, though, again, I, I like them. I like their team a lot, so it'll be fun. How about this one? This one is two top five teams for me. We have Modern Day taking on Jay Sarah. Okay, Jay Sarah's undefeated with two really impressive wins over Servite and also last week Orange Lou. Modern Day, we, we've talked about them almost ad nauseum. They don't really have a weakness in their game. We could sit there and try to find one the speed of the secondary, but they do so many other things well, including rushing the passer and whatnot. Jay Sarah, if they get Munir McLean back, they have a really deep, talented, explosive receiver group. Tariq Luckett, big-time guy. M- Munir McLean, the guy can't, whose name I, I'm going to butcher something, going to try. It's Munir something. Shamamura. 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 I should sure. be able to say that better. That's all right. All I know is he's a good football player. He is a good football Matt player. Matt Robinson, efficient with the football. Doesn't turn it over. Al Fisher can run the football a little bit. You love their offensive line. I do. Right? Defensively, can Jay Sarah slow down St. John Bosco offensively? Can they slow down modern day? Bosco, or excuse me, can Jay Sarah slow down modern, modern day's day. offense? No. Okay. So we got to try to outscore them. They're going to have to try to run the football, limit modern day's possessions. They will not slow down modern day's offense. Too many weapons. They cannot match up on the outside. They're going to have to limit possessions, but be efficient and productive with the football. I really like Jay Sarah's weapons on the outside. They got big, fast receivers that can catch the football. They're going to present a problem for modern day secondary. Can they block modern day from rushing the passer? Can they keep Logan Leo? Can they keep... Tui Halamaka, can they keep Mace Funa off the quarterback, Matt Robinson, and give him time to throw the peel down the field to their big targets? Tariq Luckett, we know, is a big-time player. Munir McClain will be a four-star player. Shamar Mora runs great routes. He's got size and he's got really good hands. Matt Robinson does an excellent job, like Josiah Narwood, escaping the pocket, buying time, keeping his eyes down the field to make big throws. It's going to be interesting can the modern-day secondary match up? In addition to that, how is that J. Sarah offensive line, who's very physical up front, but not the greatest in pass protection, hmm. how are they going to match up versus that modern-day defensive line who we know is quick, active, and aggressive? Yeah, and, and well-coached and schemed. I mean, Eric Johnson does a great job with the modern-day front. Sure. Uh, you know, we're going to see Mace coming off the edge. We're going to see Solo coming off the edge. You know, up front, again, they can get after you a little bit. So, God, that's going to be a, it's going to be a really fun game. A high, you think it's going to be a high scoring game? I mean, obviously, I think we're both it'd be, it'd be dumb not to pick modern day in this one. 
but yeah, it's going to be you see another maybe a fifty to thirty type ish game. Yeah, I do. I think Jay Sarah will score. Uh, I really like Matt Robinson. The guy can throw the ball. He can run an offense. Not just a game manager, but a guy that can make plays. We know about their weapons. Can they run the football with some effectiveness is going to be key. I like modern day probably 49, and that's probably low for them. But I like modern day 49, Jay Sarah 28. I think Jay Sarah will score. I just don't think they have enough horses to keep up with modern day and their high-powered attack. JT Daniel calling signals and letting the ball loose. Of course, we know about Chris Street and Shakobi Harbor toting the peel. Should be a good game for about a half. Yeah, and I think obviously the, you know Jay Sarah probably watched the Bosco tape and they said Bo- they saw Bosco go deep on Modern Day a couple of times and so you think that hey we're going to take some chances down the field, you know get some mass, max protection, send those guys long, and uh, see if they can make a, make you know break a big one which they're known to do right first play of the game last week they went 80 yards so I think they want to start this game with some authority. Make yeah. a make a statement right off the bat. Yeah. Play action pass, boom over the top. I think it's going to be important to get Al Fisher going. You got, yeah. you have to establish some type of run game against Modern Day Greg. If not, those defensive linemen, those Polynesian kids, they're going to tee off in your backfield. You even the threat of the run is important. Oh, Greg. Yeah. You got to get those linebackers sniffing that line of scrimmage so you can get behind them on crossing routes, on end cuts, on out cuts. Get the ball out. You got big body receivers who have great catch radius. Be able to use their body and shield defenders off. Go up and make plays on the football. Still, though, I, I don't think they have enough to, to, to get this upset and get the job done. Modern day, too much talent. JT Daniels, Brew McCoy, Amon Ross St. Brown, Nico Romilio, CJ Parks. It's just too many guys, yeah, man. Yeah, that's a, it's gonna be tough. I mean, I like I like your Fisher though. I mean, because if, if Fisher's running it, it means you're you know controlling clock and keep that Marty offense off the field. Yep. I know our guy Jay Mitch is confident, probably. He's thinking, dude, what are you talking about? We're gonna win this game over at Jay Sarah, Jason Mitchell. But yeah, Marty probably just got a little too much right now. A little too but much. But I'll be watching. I'm going to be tuning in for sure. Yeah, a little too much juice. A little too much. And that is it, man. That is it. That's kind of a short matchup show this week. Yeah, it is. That's but, all uh, right. Short and sweet. Sometimes you want to keep it short and sweet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but yeah. So anyway, we appreciate you joining us. The Friday matchup show. Please follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at, at Coach Keith underscore MP stands for National Preps. Follow my man at Greg Beggins. Follow our Transparent Truth Show on Twitter, TransTruth92. Follow us on Instagram, The Transparent Truth Show. Without further ado, we're going to bring this baby to a close. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. <laughs>